I don't, did you, I don't know, like, did, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JB. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> Don't be an asshole today. Hello. I'm here. Hello. I'm fine. Fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. Makeup on. <laughs> Freshly hair. showered. I didn't Freshly even get a chance showered. to really like blow dry my hair because I didn't want to make my <laughs> hot so it's like <laughs> oh it's starting the heat huh yeah yeah and but here's the good news the air conditioner gets delivered on monday and installed on wednesday nice nice it's happening it's happening it's, happening. it's all happening i requested that hazel take me out so that i don't have to be here for the construction part there you go yeah yeah so um Gemma will manage the project as she does so well as she does so well like stuff like this doesn't bother yeah. her right yeah. so that and that's good because we are um we'll have that week off you know like I don't have to worry about a podcast on Wednesday right right we're gonna do that one one on Sunday mm -hmm. which oh, reminds me I'm probably gonna send the link today because the manager asked for it in advance oh okay and i gotta do that again with the uh ukrainian singer too oh okay but i will try and put the date and the time in the header so it's you know ex explained <laughs> <laughs> um but well, anyway I'm, yeah i'm excited about today's podcast i'm glad that we got yeah this is pretty cool like this is my um my cousin Chris, who we weren't really close growing up, you know, I'm mm -hmm. like about probably 10 years older than her, but um, <laughs> yeah, her, uh, mm -hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how this, yeah, that my mother, my mother's, my mother's first cousin mm -hmm. was married and uh, to Chris's mom, they had Chris and her brother, Greg, and then they got divorced. And so then I didn't get to really see Chris and Greg because it was they were probably like maybe seven or eight. And oh, I think yeah. they got divorced. Um, but we've reconnected on Facebook so much. And she's got a little boy, Ezra, who is just an absolute riot. Like, I love this kid. Um, <laughs> and we've like, you know, FaceTimed and, and really like caught up and had some really good, you know, uh, chats and stuff. So... I just uh I just love her and her family and they are such staunch LGBT allies, you know. Like mm -hmm. they've been going to Buffalo Pride for like 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Since before Ezra was even born. But um, you know, they went this year and they posted like a bunch of pictures, and it just dawned on me that it is such a gift to have uh like a family member that's an LGBT ally. You know, oh, and absolutely. I just, you know, I asked her if she could, you know, come on and, and just talk a little bit about that. Um, and she also said we can use her pictures, which I thought was, was really oh, cool. Nice. 
Um, so yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully she pops on because I know you got someplace to be after. Um, yeah. But but yeah, we were, you know, always we're always talking about like our community. But you know, the thing of it is, is that I think some families have such. Oh, don't even start. Don't start. My cat's on bug patrol now, like mosquito patrol. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so don't, don't even. And she meows at it. You have to kill them. You have to show her the dead body on a Kleenex or a tissue and let her inspect that it's dead before you calm down. <laughs> so we do this every night now. Okay, so here comes here comes Chris. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah, it makes me proud to have like an LGBT ally in my family. Absolutely, yeah. Hey. Hi. 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 JD, this is my cousin Chris. Chris, this is JD. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. I was just explaining how we're related to JD. <laughs> were you able to do that through the whole line? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mother's first cousin was married to Chris's mother and like, gave her the whole rundown. Um, as I was saying like we weren't we weren't super close growing up, but we've like reconnected and and yeah, you know, I'm it really pains me, you know that we that we lost uh, you know like so much time like I you know I was like gone by the time you well, were. You know, you're a little older than me. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we discussed that. Oh, you wouldn't have wanted to hang out with me then anyway. You never know. I was a good babysitter. I was like everybody's babysitter. So. You know, I could have used one of those. <laughs> exactly. Now you could. <laughs> it makes a big difference when you're that when you're in that part of your life. The ten yeah. years difference. Like now, it's not a big deal. But right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, so you doing okay? Everybody's good. Yeah. Everybody's fine. That's cool. Brian. Brian. I have the house to myself. You cleared him out for this. Yeah. <laughs> As, Brian took Ezra to to karate and then to target oh perfect okay this is great so I was telling JD that you just you told I was I approached you about being on the show and you of course said yes and yeah. um and I was saying like it just means the world to have like an LGBTQ ally in the family you know not that we have haters but we don't necessarily have it's a don't ask don't tell situation yeah, exactly exactly yeah and you said to me, which I found like so surprising that you've been going to the Pride Parade for like 15 years. I've actually been going longer, but I've only been going with my husband for 15 years. That's just, oh. it's incredible. It's, it's, it's amazing. Wow. And yeah. This year, the pictures were fantastic. Like, and I love that you had your um, mom hugs for free with the yes. rainbow. Yeah. And Brian, her husband is Brian. He had on the dad hugs. Sure. And, and his was like, had a big T-Rex hugging a baby T-Rex. <laughs> and Ezra was like the the flag bearer. He was just like right out there doing a dance. Yeah, he had a whole routine he apparently set up without me knowing. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a character. But like, you know, I would, you know, in our in our family, we've got a couple of gamos, you know. We have, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, for me, the first introduction to it all was Pat. Yes. Right? Your uncle, yes. my cousin. Yes, Uncle Pat. Yeah. And he lived in Vegas for a really long time. And, mm -hmm. uh, but nobody made like a big deal out of it. 
you know, like he was younger, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like when he came out to um, like his brothers was an issue. Yeah. Um, and then they all got over it. Right. Cause they're like, they were like the macho, you know, Italian boys. Yeah. yeah but you yeah. know, the thing I loved about Pat was that I think he, when he would, would he, when he would come to my house, when he would come home from Vegas for a short time, first of all, he always, always brought the best gifts, like the coolest clothes. He always yeah. gave me the coolest haircut, you know? Um, and, you know, he was a hairdresser, <laughs> obviously, but like the thing oh, about it was that I think he felt like so safe, like in my house, you know, like I would come out of my room or whatever, him and my mother would be doing the hustle in the good living room <laughs> that you weren't even yeah. allowed to walk in, <laughs> you know, because the shag rug had to be perfect, but they would be, yeah, they'd be doing the hustle together and all these, you know, dances from clubs and everything. And I was like, this, this is really cool, you know? And then it, you know, I made the connection. I figured everything out on my own. And then I got overwhelmingly scared and sad when the AIDS epidemic yeah, you know, started mm -hmm. happening because I was so fearful for him. Um, you know, so it was like a wave of emotions and everything. But I think when you see your immediate family being supportive, you know, mm -hmm. it uh, it you know kind of makes gives you a little bit of a calmness. You know, like oh, yeah, I'm sure at the time I don't really recall that feeling, but like looking back as you know as a grown up, like I thought mm -hmm. it was really cool. You know, yeah. and, you know, we have, we have others, you know, uh, you know, Phyllis and, you know, whatever, but yeah, successful business, you know, chiropractor, all that kind of stuff. Um, and nobody made a big deal out of it and everything. And I think that was, you know, pretty cool. But I, as I recall growing up, there wasn't that much to go on. Like, I don't know if things have changed because Chris is still in Niagara Falls where I grew up. Yeah. Um, and when I grew up, there wasn't like gay bars anywhere and there weren't, there still aren't down here. Right. Right. Yeah. It seems like, um, is that a small town where you are? Yeah, it pretty much is. I think, I don't even know what Niagara Falls has now, but it's pretty small. Yeah. And yeah. what's left is pretty terrible. Yeah. Crappy. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, like in its, in its in its heyday, like when I was in my teens, we had like the Rainbow Center down by the falls, which was a really cool mall, mm -hmm. never got any traction, ended up closing just like desolate area. We had Fall Street Station, which was fun and full of bars like the Pleasure Dome and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Again, closed. It's just, I think, poor city management, you know, a lot of politics mm -hmm. got in the way and things are just always closing and never reopening as something better you know right like they they stuck a casino in down there and that's pretty much the only thing thriving it's the only entertainment right yeah and like i i remember that when i was home you know for uh Antoine's funeral i was just like wow this is it other wow. than having good restaurants ever you know good little restaurants here and there you know not much to do but but no presence you know no LGBTQ presence, no, um, nothing to go on, you know, and, and, and JD and I were just guests on a podcast called the eighties TV ladies, where we were talking about the lack of representation on 
television back then. And, yeah. you know, cause that was pretty much the go-to place like to learn anything or you know we didn't have the the internet or you know a place to look and read and you know figure right. these things out so um it was really difficult but what I've noticed and I don't know maybe you can confirm or deny this for me but it's um things are like a, it's a little tricky to maneuver around politics now because Whereas like New York might be a blue state, you know, democratic, that pocket of Niagara Falls does not feel democratic at all. It is, no, they are not. They are not. <laughs> so this whole, pretty much the whole part of Western New York is not. It's so weird to me. Like yeah. it's very, very weird that there's so much division uh, in, in that direction. And I think a lot of it is, you know, fueled by the economy and, lack of jobs and all that kind of stuff. And people want to throw hate thinking it's all Democrat. Yeah. But that yeah. also spurs, like we were talking with the eighties TV ladies about um, this vitriol of hate that becomes, you know, um, a force, you know, and it just mm -hmm. gets regurgitated yeah. across social media and it, you know, picks up steam because they're louder than the people that are promoting <laughs> love is love. Right. You know, right, you know right, right. Right. And it, it's got to be a little tricky. Like, do you have or have you ever had any fears about going to like pride festivals and pride parade and supporting the queers? And um, Not really. Only, I think only because I've been going for so long. This year, I was a little hesitant only because of how much it seems every public outing seems to be a possibility for anything to happen. Mm -hmm. But we just had to say, screw it. And you can't protect yourself from everything. So we just decided this is the, we're going to do it regardless. And do you, wow. do you feel uh, like differently having it, having a child and bringing a child as opposed to when you were single and just whooping it up? Um, actually, no, I didn't. I, it, I, I that may sound terrible. <laughs> like no. I'm like, yeah, go on, go out into the <laughs> most dangerous areas of the of our city. It's cool. <laughs> but like we brought him for the first time when he was a toddler. And even then, I I feel like I was it was um I don't know. I just I don't have that fear of other people, I think, which probably I don't know if that's good or bad, but like there was one guy whose lawn we were on, who was at the parade and he really drunk was walking his dog. And it was like after school special all the way where he came up to Ezra said, do you want to pet my dog? Do you want to take my dog for a walk? And we're like, bye. Uh, and then for me, I was like, hey, Brian, you should probably follow up. <laughs> Just because this is a complete stranger. Yeah, it's just a different like thing. Isn't it? Is it like my first thought of like, oh, someone's gonna hurt him, someone's gonna hurt us. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, like I I we were talking about before, like uh, I was home in Florida in March. JD was playing at West Palm Beach Pride, and we had this you know big plan. We were gonna go. She bought rainbow bracelets with with the podcast information on it and everything. We were all set. And you then, ready. 
someone put a bug in my ear saying DeSantis is whipping up protesters and there's, you know, probably going to be, well, cause and I went, no. And all of a sudden for the first time, you know, in my adult life that I've been out, I was like fearful and I texted her and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I want to, you know, if I want to, if I want to go, but you know <laughs> what, the thing of it is, is I think that fear drove me to do research. Like, what did he yeah. say? Where was he at? What was he speaking? You know, and I couldn't find anything. So I went back to my friend and I said, where did you hear this? Did you read it somewhere? Was it in the paper? Was it on the news? Like, where did you? And she went, oh no, somebody was just talking about it in the office. And I'm like, okay, because I can't find anything, you know? Yeah. And so then all of a sudden I was like, you know what, whether it's going to happen or it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to go, you know? And I was yeah. so glad that I did. And, you know, we were both saying like JD, like sent me a link, like they've up security and everything. I, yeah, like, somewhere there was an article about that, but I hadn't heard anything about potential problems, but yeah. I was going to do it anyway, uh, regardless, because I thought, what a great way to go down, you know, sing a song <laughs> at a pride fest. <laughs> I had no idea that was your logic. <laughs> that was my logic. That's a great way to get to go out, you know, but uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but, um, no, but it wasn't. I think it was more the media hype than actually anybody really feeling that way. Yeah. But um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, do you get like any feedback from your friends saying why are you going to Pride Fest? Like why are you bringing your child, your son there? Um, not really, because I've been, I think because I've been doing it for so long and I've never, they all get it. Yeah. yeah. You know, some of them, they've, some of them said, oh, I'll meet you here, there. Of course, it very rarely happens. But I used to go with like a group of friends. And now it's more or less like their kids don't feel like going or, you know, they have other obligations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was watching um, uh, in honor of Pride Month, Queer as Folk. <laughs> I started watching starting from the first episode when we had Michelle Clooney on the show. Oh, right, and, right. Uh, so I was watching the Pride episode and um, it was when Michael was afraid that his friends at work would find out that he was gay because they didn't know what the Q mark, the big Q. Yeah. And yeah. so he, um, and the guys that worked there said uh, that they, he said, oh, I've never been. They said, Mike, have you ever gone? And he says, no, I've never been. And they go, well, we're going and and the other guy goes well you know of course one guy was saying oh we're going with all the the freaks and the fairies that was the one guy but then the other guys go well it's the best party in town it's the best <laughs> yeah event we ever have. so and no one else cared you know and then it right. was great because michael ends up going in drag and kisses the guy that was saying we're going with to see the freaks and the, yeah <laughs> you no know, it was him he didn't know <laughs> thought it was this beautiful woman That's so, so funny. I think there are people that probably feel that way it's a it's a fun it's just a fun event it's just yeah. fun to go to yeah and you Chris you got a, a real diverse group of friends anyways you always have right yeah yeah, yeah I always have yeah and they That's range from everything from like you know the most liberal I'm you know everything's okay kind of people to I'm going to be part of the college Republicans. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even then, everything has always been okay with everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, it's amazing because I, rem I remember probably like in 
2015, I think it was, I started um, noticing, you know, on uh, on Facebook, like uh, a lot of the people that I went to school with were all like very pro-gun, you know, um, uh, you know, down with the Democrats and posting these awful, you know, memes of Nancy Pelosi and, you know, all hail Trump. And like, I was yeah. like, what is happening? And then I noticed like a couple family members and immediately I felt my opinion change, you know, and I went, you know what? I got to unfollow. And I did this huge sweep because I just didn't want to see it, you know? And even now, like, I'm so surprised at, you know, the girls that I went to high school with that I was so close with, you know, like when I was there for Aunt Joanne's funeral, they were there like every day, they brought food over, they were driving me wherever I wanted to go. And they've always been like super supportive. Like we went out um, to, I think, uh, Water Water Street, I don't know, some bar in Lewiston. Yeah, it was Water Street at the Water time, Street, right. I don't know okay. what it is now. So, um, you know, we went there and we had a couple of drinks and they were all asking like how I met my wife and you know, telling them the story and they were just like, oh my God, it's so sweet. Uh, you know, all super, super supportive. And Great then, story. you know, here it is a year later and I'm looking at their Facebook stuff and I'm seeing who they're voting for and who they're supporting. And I'm like, so I yeah, guess it's the, the same person. Right. Does it feel, it feels so weird that they're, they could be exactly how you remembered them in high school yet mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're, because you didn't know anything about politics when we were growing up. We didn't, right, right. didn't care, you know, what someone's <laughs> views were or anything. So it's it's just um, super strange. So now I just kind of like snooze them for 30 days when something happens. <laughs> I do that constantly. <laughs> and then I'll see something like pop up and go, oh, looks like 30 days are up. Going to have to do it again, you know. And yeah, <laughs> I don't want to let go completely, but. I just don't want to see that kind of stuff, you know, and, I, and I've gotten better about like trying not to cause a reaction and division right. you know, through a, through social media. So I just stopped, you know, posting anything like political or whatever. And, and, uh, and I, and I feel better about it. Like, I feel like I'm not having to yell at people on my page and, you know, tell right. them to stay off of it and don't comment unless it's your own page. And, Sometimes so it's the easier way to just snooze, snooze, them. snooze them. You're not getting rid of them. Totally. You don't have to feel bad yeah. or guilty. Right, right. I've gotten rid of people. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I have done that. Just, yeah. I, I feel like it, when it's, it gets too extreme, you just gotta screw it. That's easy. Yeah. That's totally easy. It's yeah. just the ones that I just can't believe it. Like still, I just, I still can't believe it to this day, but, um, yeah, I, I, I do always, you know, I think it's, it's an actual like gift. I was saying before you popped on to have the support, you know, of people who, you know, um, that get it, you know, that understand what, the, what our struggles are and why we have a pride fest. And, right. you know, the fact that you wore the, you know, the, the free mom hugs shirt is so, it's like powerful, it's compassionate, it's empathetic yeah. Yeah. because not everybody's family is accepting and they miss their mom hugs or, the, you know, they got kicked out of the house. They haven't seen their family mm -hmm. in years. They've got a new, you know, chosen family, but it's not exactly the same. So I think it's so sweet that you would do that. 
Did you get a lot of It was kind of crazy because um, I didn't expect the response that we got. And it almost like brought me to tears. Some of the, some of the people that came for their hugs, because you could tell how much they needed it and they didn't want to let go. And I wasn't going to let go until they did. So it was, it, some of them were, it was just so tough. Even when they were done hugging, I wanted to be like, here's my number, call me. And then I was like, I might be a creep. That might, you know, right, right. right. I want to be your friend, but not in a creepy way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so emotional. It really is. Uh, and I always feel so lucky, you know, that my family is the way they are. And when I hear someone else's, you know, stories that, that weren't as fortunate, like it just yeah. immediately, you know, makes you really aware you know, that, mm. that um, some people are just cut from a different cloth. Like, I just don't understand how you can hate your kid, you know, right. for that reason. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so right. strange like, to me. I've seen people treat their kids better when they find out that they're murderers and, and rapists yet. Yeah. yeah. Like how something that is beyond anyone's control. They have to sit there and, you know, disown them. Right. Like I look at like Kyle Rittenhouse's mom, you know, supporting him, driving him to a protest with a gun, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, uh, it's just, it doesn't compute. Like, I just, I don't understand it. And it just, it's, it's gut wrenching. It breaks my heart to think that there's, you know, people out there and, and to know how badly they needed the hugs. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like that's thing for me. Ezra was, When Ezra was born, we, Brian um, had a lot of friends at work that he had to kind of just let go of because we used to dress Ezra in anything. I didn't care. Is it clean? (laughs) Absolutely. He can wear Is it color? Is it girls clothes, boys clothes? Doesn't matter. Half of his PJs were girls clothes because he likes cats and (laughs) his his um co-workers would say stuff like aren't you worried about him being gay first of all uh <laughs> hat onesie is not gonna do that but <laughs> second like brian was like i'll march in a parade with him i don't care I was like it doesn't matter yeah like it's just <laughs> it's, it's amazing amazing to me like my my wife's uh nephew back in australia he wears dresses Every now and then he'll paint his nails or whatever because mm-hmm. he loves his best friend, this little girl, so much that he wants to be like Aww. her. Aww. You know what I mean? Like it, he, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't no, mean he's going to be a certain is. way. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's just like an adorable little nerd that, you know, is into planets and the solar system and NASA and, you know, all this, this stuff. And yet, you know, his family let him express himself however he wants you know what I mean like it just seems like so um isn't there a word for it like like suffocating when yeah. you're trying to control your kid so much you know mm-hmm. that it's it, it's unbelievable to me well the thing is, is you're not going to stop a 
child from being gay by dressing them in boys clothes if they're a boy or girls by force i remember my mom making me wear dresses we talked about this denise and i was yes terrible yeah. in the dresses. Yeah. and i mean she just that's because we were little girls and she dressed us in dresses but my i came from a family like yours denise where there was like zero homophobia and i had two older i had a cousin uh older cousin who was my mom's age who had a boyfriend and we knew i remember as far back as i can remember we knew that they were together yeah and you know when we went to their house for brunch and joni my niece joni uh her baptism they were there at the party together like we just and no one made a big deal out of it and it was nothing negative so i never worried about that with like it must be so hard to to have that to worry about to tell your family to know that they won't accept you or love you anymore because i never really worried about that part of my coming out as who i am in fact you also didn't have like in-laws either like when you were married and yeah, right. Work. And then you true. came out. It was like That's you only true. had to worry about your own family. Like I was, right. right. I, you know, I knew my family would be okay, but I was, I was also worried about my in-laws because, you know, I loved them so much. I just didn't want to leave them, you know, yeah, like this. But they were great, you know, except one sister. <laughs> yeah, Chuck had two sisters. One sister was, yeah. but she was like, you know born again and a, a little weird to begin with yeah. so i didn't expect much from her but everybody else was completely fine but yeah like i i you know i think you had uh, a career to worry about you know yeah with the music yeah except i was working in the and it's funny because that's Where? Where? In the community <laughs> and i remember joni my niece uh being at one of the pride fests where um i talked about this on one of the shows where they there was an article about me in the in the gay gay news south florida gay news and and it was on the cut they they put the article on the cover and it said gay uh lesbian singer lesbian rocker shares a story of new cd it wasn't even about me being gay or anything it was just lesbian rocker before you even like any i was still married and (laughs) And my niece was like, oh, I was so excited. I thought you were going to make an announcement. And it was just funny because I was still married and it didn't even bother her that way. You know, she talked about an advocate. She'd be the biggest advocate for any of that. Because um, I I went to look for the article because I wanted to find the paper because I knew they did the article on me, but I didn't know what they were titling the article as. And so I couldn't find the paper. And when I walked back to the stage, everyone in the band is reading it like this. And, oh. and Joey goes, do you have an announcement to make? And I'm like, no. What you? And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it was just funny. They assumed that I was a lesbian and I wasn't out yet. So it was just funny that that, that yeah, happened. That's how we met. Like she was yeah. she was singing at Pride Festivals, which was oh, okay. how we met, like. <laughs> yeah like 20 years ago or whatever and but she wasn't out so then we had her on our old podcast (laughs) and we were always like well you know (laughs) if you ever feel like you want to come out we would enjoy the exclusive if you will (laughs) (laughs) very nice of you to wait all that time it did take me a while because I I guess mostly because I was still married that was the only reason 
it wasn't really any other reason, but um, yeah. So it's yeah. got to be hard for the kids that feel like they're not going to be loved by their parents. Yeah. I they think it's, it's they'll be shunned by their family. So I think that's great that you do that with the free mom hugs. Is that what it said? <laughs> yeah, it said free mom hugs. And raising the kid to be like open and and yeah you know, familiar, you know, with it and just throwing them right in the parade with a fly. <laughs> I love it. He wants to be in the parade next year. He <laughs> <laughs> could be. He probably could be. Yeah. I said, look, we'll we'll talk to some people. We'll see what group we can get in with. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, I think one of the hardest things about like back when like we came out, like in, in in JD, like even, you know, before there weren't a lot of resources and there weren't a lot of groups and maybe some of the ones that were out there to me, I felt, I felt a little intimidated, you know, like they were the older ones that remembered the Stonewall riots and right, right, just, right. Geez, I don't think I really paid my dues, you know, but <laughs> about how far we've come though and how much exactly. yeah. fight, you know, fight that we had in us and in order to get just gay marriage laws passed you know like that was huge we were talking about that with michelle clooney like why aren't things changing like we are marching and demanding equality like we did in 2013 you know when they made gay marriage legal and yet we're not getting the same results like the resistance is so much harder now you know that we're marching and being loud and they're louder the hate is so loud it's mm -hmm. mind blowing to me though, when it comes to, um, marriage and everything, because your relationship has nothing to do with anyone else's relationship. And so why does it matter? Yeah. Like, I do but think I it's a married children and that's right. okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we were saying when we were speaking with the eighties ladies is that those hate groups and people who don't educate themselves, they're just an ignorant bunch. They want to tack a label on, you know, LGBTQ people, drag queens and everything as being like perverted. Like we're grooming children, we're diddling kids, we're, you know, it's and it's just their way of trying to get traction on the hate, you know. Right. And it's uh it's so sad. Like honestly yeah. like when i think of like when i was when i was working back uh in in the insurance company while i was still living in florida uh a friend of mine worked in human resources i was i worked ran the cafeteria and the facilities and all that and um her and her husband struggled so hard with wanting a child you know like they went through ivf and nothing was working and you know they immediately went you know to adoption after they exhausted everything, um, you know, and I remember like back then too, like Rosie O'Donnell was having uh, a problem adopting in certain states. Like, you know, she was, her residence was in Florida and Florida had real strict adoption laws about gay people. And I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, like there's kids out there that need homes. Right. And, you know, it's like, it doesn't, if you're, what does it matter if you're gay? <laughs> Mine is behind. Mine is behind. Wait, just waiting. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't understand like why that's an issue. And I, and it's, it's, 
you know, when they leave things up to the state and you have like such hateful lawmakers, you know, putting legislation forth and like no gays are going to adopt, no gays are going to donate blood. Like, it's just like, oh man. Yeah, that's true. It's mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing. It It is, you know, and it's really hard when you see like your, your friends voting for people that are mm-hmm. spewing that kind of bullshit um, mm-hmm. you know, that are behind it, you know, and you think, my God, like you were at my wedding. Like you, you were, you know what I mean? Like, you know, my wife, you know what we went through to be together, you know, like how could you vote against things like that? But they're, you know, it's, it's, I, I just, I, I won't, I don't understand it, but I also, I don't put a lot of expectations on my allies. You know what I mean? Like I, I want you to go to parades. I want you to go to festivals. I, you know, I want you to have a big diverse group of friends that you love and support and all that and give out the free hugs, but I don't expect you to try and convince, you know, people to change their minds because it's like, it's like beating your head against a brick wall, you know, and it's exhausting and it's tiring and it's risky and, you know, a lot of relationships get ruined that way. Um, and yeah. so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like to put those expectations, just your presence at a, a parade, a local pride parade, you know, is, is amazing. It's huge. It's big and it's important, you know? Um, but I, I just, like we were saying with, with, uh, with Michelle Clooney, she's an activist too, like, we don't even like, is there a way out of this? Like, is there a way out of it? Is it politics? Is it pop culture? Is it social media? Is it, you know, like we're getting representation on television. You know, we've got amazing, you know, gay singers and musicians that are putting their their stuff out there and everything, but it's not enough to change people's minds the way it did back when we were able to get laws passed for, for marriage rights, you know, like it just feels like you're up against um, a tidal wave. Yeah. Yeah. The people sure. are totally closed off to it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even an option to consider it, but you know, like for us, we, we just, you know, in the, in the famous line from finding Nemo, <laughs> just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> It's all we can do, but it's people like you that, that make us, um, you know, just as proud of, of our community, like to, that you're Absolutely. there and you're doing the work and you're, and you're going and you're having a good time and you're bringing up, you know, a kid with that kind of acceptance and it's, it's brilliant. Like, I really can't thank you enough. I wish I could just like thank every single ally there is out there. <laughs> Handshake. <laughs> you know, like that when, shirt that you have, the free mom hugs is something that Sharon Glass would have worn on uh, Debbie. Yeah, I think she her. did. I think she did when oh, she was Grand Marshal in Miami at the Gay Pride Parade. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. march with the P flag people with your friend, with your son. Oh, oh yeah. probably. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I didn't yeah. even think about that group. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's just, there, there are, you know, places and stuff like that. You know, we were, we have a lot of guests on that, whether they work in youth services or, you know, like uh, Katrina in Liverpool that put out the, um, the book about pronouns and educating your family. And, you know, like sometimes I think parents 
don't know where to go for that support if they if they have an inkling that maybe their kid you know is different and they they want to approach the topic they don't know how where do they go where do they go to figure it out and to learn you know like the the resources I into are... an argument with my brother the other day about pronouns really well because he's an idiot so <laughs> you know like, he's he's not one that's like I want to learn it's just like this is the way it's always been this is how yeah, I keep yeah. it yeah so he got an application for someone at work and the resume said it had her name and it had her pronouns in parentheses and he didn't understand why that was a thing i said so that she doesn't have to tell you later on yeah. so that you don't have to worry about getting it wrong and you don't insult her in the process you know yeah and he was yeah. like well if you look like a girl i'm gonna call you a girl i go no, that's not how it works. Right. I said, if someone, it takes zero effort. If someone is telling you what their pronouns are to actually use them. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm old school. Like I find it really, really hard, especially when I meet someone who's um, going through that, that, that process of, you know, of, of changing their, their gender. Um, like you don't know, you know, like you, you yeah. them. Yeah, you knew them as a girl and now they're a boy. And like do you when you're telling someone and you're talking about it, them a person that knows them as a girl, do you use she? Do you use he? Right. So I found it very, very confusing. But I think like the whole thing is about moving forward, you know, mm -hmm. and and the progress, you know, that's out there. Like it's move it or lose it. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't, you're gonna fall behind and you're gonna be the ignorant one. So you got to keep up with what's happening and the changes. And in yeah. that respect, I think that social media is positive. You know, there, there's, there are positives and negatives to it, but um, yeah, I think that you have to just kind of keep going with the flow, you know, especially if you're managing people, Jesus, you know, right. in Vegas, really? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I actually know um, a couple of gay men who were against, gay marriage because they didn't want the pressure to have to marry their partners <laughs> they can get divorced just as easy <laughs> thought, the gay men the, mostly men i think women are more like let's get married than men are anyway in general so no matter what walk of life you're in but they he's like boy i was really easy before it wasn't even an issue like he didn't then he had to get married he didn't want to get married then he had to get married once it was legal that's funny <laughs> That's I, mean, really, I never I thought been with someone for a while, but yeah, you know, it's just complicated a lot of people's lives that way. But <laughs> I don't know. Were, I remember them like doing a mass wedding on the lawn of the the White House and and on the steps of the courthouse in Fort Lauderdale, uh -huh. and marrying three hundred couples in a win, you know, right across the board. So they did yeah. that in Buffalo too. <clears throat> I think that's 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 hilarious. You know, you just grab your partner and be like, let's go get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back. We'll go have a nice dinner somewhere <laughs> with family and friends, and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. But to not have the right to do it, you know, was 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 pretty awful. Exactly. You know? Right. It should be your choice. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, what I'm I'm gonna let you go because I know JD's got to got to zip out. But I really, really, really appreciate it, and um, we're gonna fly in some pictures on this oh, yeah. podcast of, of you guys because that was just amazing and 
you know, I don't know any other way to say it, but thank you for your support. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I'm going to say you're welcome, even though it just, it just feels normal. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> As it should. Yeah. <laughs> thank you're, you so much. You're bringing like the next generation into being understanding and accepting, which is great. You know, yeah, I'm sure. totally doing my best. <laughs> yeah, you really are. And uh, to give the, the guys a hug. <laughs> Will do. Appreciate it. Take care, honey. Why do you always run back to like never stop chasing your dreams? You once knew you're addicted to a That's true. And I could fail. My addiction is you.
Why do you run? Why do you run? Why do you run? Why do you run? 